is the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast, telling the story of Kosciuszko County through the eyes of those who have been here lifetimes and those who have just arrived. The mission of Clearly Kosciuszko is to craft a sense of place and pull all corners of our county together. The story of our community is ever unfolding and needs you. Each month, we'll talk with those involved in our community and invite listeners to play, learn, and grow alongside us. Now, the latest edition of the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast with your host, Jody Claypool and Ryan Martin. And we're back once again here from the Kedco studio offices with this edition of the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast. With me as always, I'm Ryan Martin. With me as always, Jody Claypool. Hey, Ryan. How are you today, buddy? Doing well. Good deal, good deal. A number of wonderful days here recently it's uh, it's been a very pleasant start to summer so far it was a little slow but we've actually uh, uh, gotten some good heat and some good uh, good lake days in so far and you know that's one of the things we talk about here on a on a podcast basis uh, talk about the things in our area that we're really able to enjoy and and have fun with and part of the reason people are here this is lake season this is trail season we're getting ready to flip calendar and move into some different parts of the season but i'm really excited about the guest sitting across the desk from us here today because he's going to highlight all sorts of things that uh, revolve around why we should be here yes sir yes sir today we've got dan devon uh, I'm going to screw this up, so he, he's promised to jump in and correct me, but um, he is a uh, VP, Vice President of Operations at MRP, a Servit company. Did I get that right? Yes, MRP, a ServIT company. ServIT company. Correct. ServIT company. Got it. And uh, he and his wife are getting ready to call North Webster their permanent home. They've had a house there for... 15 years now. 15 years, and uh, now they will be permanent residents and enjoying all the musky fishing. We have been permanent residents now for 90 days and really, really loving it. I think that's a new record. I think that's a new record for guests on the podcast for the shortest stay, shortest duration of residency since they've been here. And this is great because Dan's going to bring a lot of things to the table as to talking about the reasons and 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 the, the the process of getting here so dan that's absolutely spectacular Absol- yeah it's fantastic is his uh adoption to the kosciuszko county uh you know family paperwork right. has just been completed so he and his family are now officially uh children of kosciuszko county <laughs> glad to have you here <laughs> so, so all right so let's let's get right into it dan tell us a little bit about the backstory i am not even going to remotely come close to trying to uh, talk about the uh, company, you know, that's a mouthful that Jody worked his way through, but talk a little bit about the backstory of, of you and the company and just uh, real quickly how you got here and why you got here. Okay. Well, as uh, we talked about it a minute ago, uh, we've had a place here for 15 years that we've been coming up to um, just about every weekend with our family in the summertime. <clears throat> Once in a while, come up ice fishing in the wintertime. Um and my wife and I had started an uh, IT company 25 years ago back in Chicago. And uh, within the last few years now, we've been looking to say, to, we say to ourselves, okay, what are we going to do? We need an exit strategy. We need to figure out what we're going to do in our retirement. 
And so our company did a lot of refurbish work, a lot of rework, uh, a lot of IT, a lot of component level repair. And a very good friend of mine who I've done business with now for 25 years, uh, who owns Serve IT, had a very small operation here in the Warsaw area. Uh, the operation was similar to what we did, uh, but they had three or four people, and we had, back in Chicago, we had an operation with about 32 to 34 employees. And so part of our uh, discussion, my wife and I, said, you know, would, would you want to retire there? And she says, well, uh, we love the area. We've been coming up there for 15 years. It's absolutely beautiful. And so I approached my friend, Alan Brooks, who owns ServeIT, with the idea that we would bring our operation from Chicago. We would need a bigger facility here. We would bring as many people as we could that lived in Chicago and bring all of our processes and our customers here. And Alan uh, very quickly said, God, I'd love the opportunity to try that. That's awesome. So we went through a year or so of due diligence to make sure that a, we, we knew that our cultures would align perfectly. Um, but we wanted to talk through how we were going to uh, combine the businesses, how we were going to then expand the business, how are we going to do our hiring, what we were going to do differently than we did in Chicago. And so uh, we went through that process for approximately 18 months. Uh, and then just, uh, I want to say April 1st was our first official day as MRP, a serve IT company. Uh, so just about at our, exactly our 25th anniversary of Midrange Repair and Parts, we became another company. And so we were fortunate enough, I was blessed enough, that I've had so many employees that worked for me for 20, 19, 18, 17 years that uh, I, you know, I was kind of nervous about, you know, will they want to move here? And, and, and my wife and I talked through this all the time, and we said, you know, if somebody comes out here and they just experience this, they come out here on a few weekends, they drive around, they meet some people, they go to the restaurants, they're going to say, yeah, I, I, I think I'll give it a shot. You know, I'll, I'll follow you, your crazy ideas, Dan, and, and I'll go out there. And, and, and so we were able to, uh, when, when we announced that we would be merging and that would we, we would be moving our operation, of course, everybody was a little nervous. Um, but I, I brought out to everybody in our first initial meeting, here, here are the advantages of going from Chicago and going to Warsaw, Indiana. And you're going to have to believe me on this because I've been going up there for 15 years, and I'm going to tell you. But uh, one of the things that was provided to us, and I think it's on the uh, state website, is a cost of living calculator. And so I went on the cost of living calculator, made copies of it, and gave it to everybody and showed them uh, the, the differences of the, the income tax, property tax, um, cost of, of groceries. Uh, and there was approximately a 22 to 25% cost of living difference. And so everybody's eyes perked up. And, you know, of course, then the... the the, the, the employees that had children right away started talking about the schools. And they said, you know, I've heard good things about, about the Indiana schools. And, and at the time, uh, the, the people who had children were still doing complete remote learning, whereas here, 
they were doing in class learning. And so that that was really big for uh, a couple couples to say, you know what, we're, we're, we're going to take the plunge. And so, um, we, like I said, we've been here since April 1st, and we were able to bring some of our IT staff, the people who do the hands-on, people in the warehouse here, and they've been here for uh, approximately 90 days, like I've been here for. And uh, I, I do get every once in a while when I walk through the warehouse, I'll say to them, do you want to thank me now? And they all say, yes, I do. Fantastic. Well, I mean, if, if we could ask for a better testimonial, I don't know where we would get it. No, and I think that because of that, we'll, we need, I want to dive in on, on, on a few of those things in specifically, particularly, um, particularly the logistics of, of working it all through. You, you mentioned the cost of living calculator. Um, not to cast a negative tone right off the bat, but given the testimonial that we've had so far, was there anything that was missing that would have made this transition for you or even your employees that much easier? I mean, I don't want to pat any, you know, pit state of Indiana or Kedco or anybody on the back. There's always room for improvement. So did you run into anything that maybe it was just a smidgen could have been better? Um, I wish you would have put that in uh, the, the prereq to, before I came here because I would have tried <laughs> to think of something. Um, as we talked about before we started here, um, uh, not only was the state of Indiana fabulous, but I, I have to say that, and I don't know where in the process I was introduced to Alan Teo, but he was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, he helped us through everything. He helped us with the, he helped us with the state. He would call me every couple weeks and say, "Hey Dan, do you need anything? Uh, do you want to send any of the families here to meet?" some of the people on the school board uh do you want to do you want to talk to any parents uh is there anything i could do and quite frankly ev everything that i asked alan can i have a little help with this can i have a little help with this he was johnny on the spot and even though he wasn't here he was thousands Deploy of miles away yeah. on deployment mm -hmm. yeah. uh and and i've and i've gotten that from everybody else who was on the staff at, at kedco um setting up interviews or, or setting up meetings with Ivy Tech, setting up meetings with uh, Grace College uh, so we could find some talent here in the local area. So um, what what could have made it smoother in the transition going from there to here? I, I really can't think of anything else. Um, the, the only thing we have had a hard time with is, 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 is getting all the talent that we need we uh, getting all the talent that we needed on day one. It took us a little bit longer than we had anticipated, and we don't know if it was partly because of the unemployment, enhanced unemployment benefits that are out there. Um, it's I don't know what the unemployment rate here is in the county, but it sure has to be extremely low because uh, we, we did have we did have a challenge bringing people in, which is a testimony. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, we're going to have to set up some sort of sign-up sheet for people to want to move here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. And, Dan, you know, the, um, the, the difference in the Warsaw community from Chicago, just in, just in the ease of getting around. You mentioned even before we started talking here, um, your commute in Chicago versus your commute here. So my commute back in Chicago, uh, and I lived on the south side of Chicago in the city limits, uh, 
in our in our warehouse was approximately three and a half to four miles away, and that was an extremely stressful trip every morning into the office. And now I have an approximately 18-mile commute, and I get to look at country roads and farms and horses. And uh, the biggest thing that I have to get used to is getting behind a tractor that's doing 20 miles under the speed limit. I'm not, I'm, my brain doesn't work that way yet. My wife keeps telling me one of these days you're going to slow down a little bit. Well, and if you're getting behind a tractor that's only 20 miles under the speed limit, that that's a heck of a fast tractor. Yeah, I was so, going to say. You, know, that, that, you, that you got behind one of those JCBs that are running around. So. That's in a 25-mile-an-hour zone. Right mm-hmm. but, and the other thing, I mean, and, and folks, I want to kind of bring this up, too. You know, I hear three- to four-mile commute, and I'm like, huh, that's a good bike ride. That's a good walk. In Chicago, not so much. Uh, not so much, no. So, so. We, uh, the, the one... One of the, the the great advantages of living in this area uh, compared to where we lived in Chicago, uh, the area that I grew up, the area that I lived in and grew up in um, was a very nice small community. All policemen and firemen lived in this area. But if you went three miles outside that community, uh, you didn't feel as safe as as you really should. And I'll tell you what, here, you have none of those feelings that I'm driving into a neighborhood that I, I don't feel safe, I don't feel secure. Um, and to, to me, that's, that's even more important than the, the advantages of the cost of living. I mean, just to, just to feel safe wherever you go around here, that you're not going to have any problems, is, it's big. And I have had that comment from a couple of the employees that came here and said, Oh my gosh, uh, I, I feel so much safe and secure now that that we're in a in a community that is just very very stable. Yeah, it's a great place. It's a it's a great place to live, and I couldn't agree more. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, so far. I mean, I know you're you've only been here ninety days, so uh, but that's living. You've been coming here for fifteen years. Correct. Um, we haven't spent a lot of time on the podcast exploring the North Webster. No, we uh, haven't. Yeah, eateries, fun things to do. Maybe you can help us understand from the perspective of somebody who's coming to this area as a visitor but has some familiarity with the area. What do you like to do when you get here? Well, one of my hobbies is I like to, I, I like to fish. And so we are blessed that we have a house right on the lake. And every morning I get to walk outside and uh, get my cup of coffee and watch the sun come up. So it is, in, in, in Chicago, my view was of my neighbor behind me's garage. And now my view is looking north over Lake Webster and watching the sun come up. So it's, uh, it's, it's extremely peaceful. Um, one of the things that we, we were big back in Chicago, you know, you could get the best of f- best food anywhere that you went, right? You would get the best pizza, best Greek food, best Mexican food. And my wife and I are kind of uh, eaty. We, we, we love going out to eat. And so we thought, well, this is going to be a little bit different now. We're living in North Webster. There's probably not much of a, uh, a variety of a cuisine, right? And we were wrong. Uh, Lake, uh, the Webster area 
has some fantastic restaurants, um, reasonably priced, and then we've we've looked at the restaurants that are in the Warsaw area, and we travel now to some of the Mexican restaurants in this area, and they are <coughs> uh, far and above some of the ones we've ever had in Chicago. It's absolutely wonderful. I I, I ate for the first time. Uh, can I say the name of the business? Yeah, 26th yeah, Street? absolutely. Twenty uh, Sixth Street, and I asked the gentleman who was behind the counter. I said, uh, "Are you from Twenty Sixth and Kedzie?" And he goes, "Yeah, that's where we're from." I said, "Oh, okay. That was a a great." <coughs> uh, a restaurant area for for Mexican cuisine, and he's moved his business here also. Um, some of the other things that we that we like to do is take the dogs out on, on walks on the trails, and they have a uh, just north of us in Syracuse have a wonderful trail there. Uh, there is a trail just to the east of us, Pisca. If I'm pronouncing that right, yeah. Pisca trails. Uh, take the dogs out there. So there's plenty of outdoor activities and. We're out. We're outdoors people. So when we we have family up, we have friends up on weekends, and so you know, take the boat out and go skiing and go tubing and, and take them out fishing. So uh, there is no sh- for us. There is no shortage of things to do when we're up here, and that was a big surprise for me when we when we started looking that we're going to live here full time. We started digging deeper into the community to find what else is available. Uh, I'll be honest with you, we, we had a bad habit of showing up on a Friday afternoon and we had all, we went to the grocery store, we had all the groceries and uh, other than going to the hardware store to, to pick up some products because something broke at the cottage, uh, we would leave on Monday and we never really explored outside of the North Webster area. But when we started this discussion that we were going to live here, uh, my wife and I did a lot of uh, little research, and you know what, what's available in Syracuse, just in the north of us. What's available in Warsaw, and we were pleasantly surprised to find all the amenities that we had back in Chicago, at a cheaper price and a slower pace. Fantastic! All right, so like the shout out. I also like the Twenty Sixth Street. So shout out to Artie. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Burritos are phenomenal. If you guys like burritos, I mean, all of his food is really good. Um, he's got kind of a, it's almost like an authentic street food vibe with his food. It's incredible. So shout out there. Um, in Webster though, what, what, uh, give me one or two of your favorite, uh, restaurants or eateries up there. Uh, love Marie's. We go to Marie's all the time for their skillets. Uh, so the, the owner of, and he's going to kill me for telling the story, but the owner of Serve IT, uh, when we first began this journey and we started talking about it, uh, him and I went to Marie's and, uh, to discuss our plans, and I ordered a skillet. He ordered a skillet, and about when we were done, about 15 minutes later, the waitress came over and says, anything else? And he says, uh, yeah, I'll have another. And she said, another cup of coffee? I'll have another skillet. <laughs> she said... <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. There you go. Uh, it was that good. It was that good. Yes. Um, and uh, Oswald's Bakery that uh, and Cafe that just opened is is phenomenal. We'll we'll stop in there. Um, the uh, there is a um, Su- um, Sue's Creations. I think it's called. Gosh, I've been there a few times. Uh, <clears throat> some of the best donuts that you're ever going to get uh, anywhere in the country. And I, I brought those in the first day that we opened up the business here officially. And uh, I'll tell you what, it uh, went over very big. And they asked me to go there every Friday now. And I, I said, no, no, because I'm too tempted. So have you tried the Rise and Roll? 
I have had donuts from there. The one that is right on 15 there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome also. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. All right. I haven't been up to because I'm I, – I just – full disclosure, uh, I'm typically low-carb. I mean, for people who I, – I don't want to switch this all to, to a dietary conversation, but like – I'm right on the, the line of keto or low carb, but I'm a carb addict. So my brain loves to trick me into eating carbs. And when I do, it's, I'm, a, I'm a mess. So I just go eat all kinds of stuff. And one of the things, it's, they call them crack donuts, the rise and roll <laughs> donuts, because that's what they're like. And I'll just end up my face covered in sugar and cinnamon. So the question is, is it worth to drive up to Webster to check out the Seuss donuts? Yes, it is. Okay, so you my next go. binge. You got to go. I'll call you. We'll All get right. in the car. Good deal. <clears throat> come back crying, covered in cinnamon and sugar. If All you right. don't want to make the Sounds trip, good. I'll pick them up and meet you down here. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Delivery service. Oh, oh that's great. <laughs> Not for free, of course. But. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. VP DoorDash. That's what we got. <laughs> right, right. So let's, uh, let, let's shift gears a little bit and talk. I mean, because um, moving the business is one thing, but... Um, Let's talk about your wife. Let's talk about getting the other half because, you know, it, it's a partnership move when you get here. And so we talk a lot of times on this podcast about, you know, the backstory here, but also, you know, wife, kids, couples, and feel free to kind of branch out into the, some of those employees that came here too. What, what did it take um, and what does it take when we're having these conversations, even with your employees, to get the significant others in board, the relationship yeah. to kind of come here. What is here that you've seen in Kosciuszko County that really speaks to both sides of the husband-wife team that go? Uh, great question. Uh, so <clears throat> before I approached Alan Brooks at ServeIT about the idea of merging our companies, of course, the first person I had talked to was my lovely wife, Sheila. Uh, and I was. I thought that uh, she would be extremely hesitant because both my boys are city workers in Chicago. Uh, one's a Chicago fireman, one's a Chicago policeman, and they lived within a mile of us. And we have two lovely grandchildren by my oldest boy, Ryan, uh, Ryan and Colleen. And I thought that there is no way that she's going to leave, A, the kids, and B, the grandkids. And so I said, honey... Uh, if I have this crazy idea, uh, do you want to do it? And I think there was about a microsecond delay, and she says, yes, we could do it. And I said, well, you know, the kids and the grandkids, and, and she said, well, this is such a great destination that they're, they, love, they love to come up here. They've, all, they've spent their, they, they spent their childhood up here, right? And so she said, it's not going to be a problem to have the kids come up here because they love the lake life. They absolutely love going out on the boat. They love to go fishing. So that was, she said, you could take that off the plate because we're going to see them all the time anyway, and they're going to spend weekends here, right? Um, And she said that I also love the laid-back atmosphere of the area. You know, we're in Chicago, and we're in Chicago, and, you know, not just from owning a business, but just from living in the area, it's go, 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 go. And any time that you want to go to a shopping center, you're in traffic. And it's stressful for some people. And when, when 
when we've been up here for the 15 years, she said, well, yeah, I got stopped by that stoplight in North Webster, and it took me a couple extra minutes to get home. So the, the appeal, A, is the lake life for us, and the, the, the laid-back atmosphere. Everybody is friendly. It's, 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 it's kind of, you know, first, first time out on the lake uh, by myself, I'm driving down the lake, and somebody waves to me, and I said, I, who, who is that? <laughs> and it's a local who is just as friendly. Now, it's rare when you have somebody back from where we came from just to wave at a stranger. So uh, s- such, a good, such a good feeling. Um, so that was our draw to the area. The, some of the employees that, that wanted to come here, uh, the draw was <clears throat> one was the cost of living. They were so intrigued by how much more your dollar gets stretched here, right? Um, the other was for, for people who had, for families that had kids, was the school system. They absolutely loved the school system. Now, I had a couple guys who were foodies uh, back in Chicago, uh, our warehouse operations manager, and he came up here for a weekend, and he said, uh, I, don't, I don't think I could go there. It just doesn't seem like there's enough for me to, you know, there's not enough places for me to go, not enough places for me to eat. And I said, Pat, you really, you really have to, you have to go back and try it again. And he came back and went into the Winona area and looked at all the shops and went to a couple of different restaurants and the breweries and went to Hoplore. And, and he said, I, 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 <clears throat> I'm changing my mind. I, <laughs> I, I, I really do like the area. Um, and another big uh, draw for our employees too is, you know, a, a help. Although it's not really part of the community, is we're part of a much larger company now. We're part of it. We were a 30, 32, 34 employee company, uh, and we joined a hundred twenty five employee company. So there is a lot more move, uh, a lot more opportunities for upward growth. And so that was that was also an appeal. Yeah. Uh, I had some young kids who were only twenty years old who, you know, had girlfriends back at home and were a little bit hesitant. But when we talked about the upward mobility that they have here professionally, uh, that put them over the edge. And they also love to fish. And so that was, that may have been number one. And number two was job opportunities. Yeah, this, this area is kind of the prime area for anybody who likes to fish. Mm-hmm. Because not only do you get good, like if you go to North Webster, obviously they're known Mm-hmm. They get people from all over to come pull the muskie out of the water. But you get different, uh, you, you have a different atmosphere, slightly different atmosphere if you're, you're fishing at Winona mm-hmm. or Chapman mm-hmm. or Tippy or North Webster. And you get, there's a thousand of them. So you just, depending on if you want to no wake, small, quiet fish, or if you want to be out there dodging speedboats, you got, you got it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know how many, somebody had told me within the last couple of months there's most concentration of lakes in this county than any other county in the state? It sounds true to me. In, in the state, I think it's probably close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can start that rumor. I think that <laughs> we just, we just did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, as a business owner, um, talk through a little bit of, you, you already t- uh, touched base on um, how great Kedco is and Alan Teal specifically. He is a great guy. I mean, shout out to Alan. Thank you for doing everything you do. We look forward to getting you back here safe. Um, but talk us through some of uh, the the uh, 
um, natural logistical challenges and how the support you've been getting from the area as far as merging the businesses and, and doing the expansion? Uh, well, part part of our our um, well, one of the things that we were extremely concerned about was we, we set our date uh, for April first is when operations was going to start, and that coincided with the end of our lease back in Chicago, which was March thirty first, and so we we contacted our landlord and we drew up some plans for the expansion we were in a they were in a 6000 square foot warehouse we added 12000 square foot to that and so one of our <clears throat> biggest concerns when we moved was is this going to be done on time and there's a lot of factors uh that you know we thought may have been in play with covid and and other things and you know I don't know of any construction operation that's ever gone on time yeah it right. just never seems to happen right um but I was not directly involved with the actual construction, uh, but speaking with the person who was, they said everybody here was Johnny on the spot. When, when, when we had to have somebody come out and do a survey, somebody from the, from the city was here right away. When we had to look for uh, approving the plans, somebody took care of it right away. When somebody had to come out to do an inspection, it was done right away. So that is something that I'm not used to uh, where I came from. So that was... That was one of the biggest concerns for us to, to, to move was to be able to, w there was no time that we could, ex we could bridge. We had to be here prior to April 1st. We had to have operations running on April 1st. Uh, the other thing that we were a little concerned about was uh, we, we cater to our customers that order late in the day, and we would have our Federal Express and UPS and DHL pickup at 6 p.m. Central Time, and so we had to push it to 7 p.m. Eastern time here so we could accommodate our customers just as they were used to f over the years. And so uh, <clears throat> that was probably the, that was one of the uh, stressful uh, action items that we had too was getting the, the UPS and the FedEx people to say, yes, we'll, we'll stay a little bit later for you. And I could tell you they've, they've accommodated us 100%. It's been absolutely phenomenal we actually have a later pickup for ups now than we had back in chicago because because of the orthopedics industry ups has a plane that doesn't pick up until they have a plane that leaves at 9 30 so we have up until 8 30 at night to ship our product so that that helped us quite a bit also fantastic fantastic so, um we have we it it seems that everything that i was worried about and every challenge uh that i thought we were going to have to overcome uh, was was met and taken care of with no problem. And I think a lot of that had to do with the people here in this area. All right, well, as we wrap up here, and, and time has flown so fast. Yeah, this is a great conversation. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, but as we wrap up, we have our signature question. Of course, the, uh, the name of the podcast is the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast. Um, and so we always ask all the, all the guests, what does Clearly Kosciuszko mean to you? It means something different for everyone. But what does clearly Kosciuszko mean to you? Well, you know, I never really thought about that because I, I just ne never, <clears throat> it was just clearly Kosciuszko and you never really think about it. Uh, but when I was coming to do the podcast, I thought, well, what, what, what does that mean? And it, it came to me instantly. It's clearly is the choice. If, if there is a choice, it's clearly Kosciuszko. There is, there is no other place to go. 
Good answer. I like that answer. Yeah, this has been great. I think our marketing team may jump on that. (laughs) (laughs) Dan, it's been great having you here. It's been exciting to hear the the journey that uh, you you guys have made. Uh, We always love success stories, but uh, sometimes some stand out as as even more intriguing than others. And I appreciate you giving your time here to come in. Yeah, thank you, Dan. Nice to meet you. Thank you for your time. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. All right, you've been listening to the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. I'm Ryan Martin. He's Jody Claypool. We'll see you again next month. Clearly Kosciuszko is a countywide voice created in partnership between the Lilly Center for Lakes and Streams, Kosciuszko County Convention and Visitors Bureau, Kosciuszko Chamber of Commerce, and the Kosciuszko Economic Development Corporation. If you're seeking a day trip or a weekend getaway, a place to start your business, or a flexible location for a corporate conference, clearly Kosciuszko will connect residents and visitors with the right resource throughout the county. Thanks for listening.